What's going on, Brother Hubbard? What's up, Ken? How you doing today, man? It's good. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It actually is a beautiful day in the neighborhood. What's up, y'all? This is another episode of Avo Pod, where we talk about baby boomers to Gen Z, because I'm 50-something. And I'm 50-something. And between the two of us, I think we can still learn a little something. Learning every day. And that's the whole goal of the show. Hopefully, y'all are too. Hopefully. Mike. We had a good time on the last episode. We did, man. With our Black History moment, talking about Thomas Downing. I mean, there's so much history that we don't know. It is amazing. I learned so much, too. I kept sending you text messages every time I learned something new. <clears throat> I kept sending you text messages. Man, did you realize this? Did you realize that? You like, got a little wow. angry, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did get a little angry, I got to admit. Because uh, some of the stuff was just crazy, the way Property was taken and finances were taken and yep. wealth was taken. It just, it's amazing. But they didn't stop. No. They no. didn't give up. They, they didn't stop. They didn't give up. And they succeeded. They succeeded in doing a lot of different things. A lot. And that leads us to our next Black History Moment brought to you by Hubbard Media Solutions. Solutions. Don't forget the solutions. In the house. In the house. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about someone that uh, I found really interesting because of the number of things that he did. He did a lot. What was his name? We're talking about Stephen Smith. Stephen Smith. Not Stephen A. Smith. No, not him. Not the same guy. No, definitely not him. He's, you talk about angry. Boy. That's all that dude does is yell. Yell. And scream. That's it. Come on, bro. But this Stephen Smith, he's born in 1795. 1795, and they called him Black Steve. Black Steve. Black Steve. They, they literally, he was known as Black Steve. Tell us a little bit about Black Steve. Well, Black Steve, he was, he was, he learned the lumber business while he was a slave. And then when he became free, he uh, actually went into that, that business. Mm -hmm. And at the time of his death, he was known as the richest black, antebellum black man. Antebellum black man. Right. Now, you know you're going to have to explain what antebellum is. Well, antebellum is that period of time between, uh, before the Civil War. Mm -hmm. So, Steve was, he was free. He actually bought his freedom. And uh, guess how much he bought it for? How much? 50 bucks. What? $50. 50 $50. Steve bought his freedom. 50 for 50 dollars. $50. And then after that, I mean, his life just took off. He he was born in Pennsylvania. And when he was four or five years old, he his indentured owner was a man named uh, Thomas Bowd. B-O-U-D-E, I believe that's how you pronounce it. Mm. And he eventually allowed him to uh manage his entire lumber. So here you got this black slave. He wasn't free at, at this time. His white owner allowed him to run his business. That right there is enough. I mean, we could we could probably stop there. <laughs> but that was only the, the beginning. Because he had like, he was Jamaican, right? Because he had like 50, 11 Bro, jobs. he had to be. <laughs> he did a lot of stuff. He did a lot of stuff. Because not only was he in the lumber business, but he did... What else? He got involved in real estate. Real estate. Yeah. And get check this out. 
kind of a tie-in to uh, our last black history person. Mm -hmm. His wife operated an oyster and refreshment house. Really? Yes, she did. Okay. I don't know what was up with the oysters. It's all connected. Oh, my God. (laughs) And if y'all don't remember, we talked about the NYC Oyster King last time. That's right. So that that was an interesting little side note. But not only was Steve Black Steve a... uh, very successful businessman. He he was the largest shareholder for Columbia Bank. But at the time, he couldn't even be on the board because he's black. He was the largest shareholder at the of bank. the bank. At the bank. But he couldn't be on the board. Couldn't be on the board. Who talking about, Willis? But then this was crazy. They allowed him to choose the white bank president. Say what? Really? So he still, even though he couldn't sit on the board, he had power and influence. Like Kanye. Like Kanye. Did I tell you about that article I saw? You did. You sent it to me. Blew my mind. <laughs> Kanye got power, man. He might be crazy, but... Kanye. He moving the markets, bro. If y'all remember, we talked about Kanye a little bit, and uh, I had some particular opinions on the Kardashians, but, but anyway, we're not going to go there. Um, <laughs> Kanye is a billionaire, which... Was mind mind blowing to right, me. Right. But then I came across this article, uh, reading some the daily financial reports, and it said that stock in Apple, Google, Spotify, and there was one other I can't remember. Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. All of these big technology companies that have streaming platforms, that stock in those platforms was going to be negatively affected because Kanye's releasing his new album Donda Two. Mm. on his own private streaming platform <laughs> and not on any of these big tech platforms. So that's going to hurt wow. uh, their stock. And I'm sitting there like, Kanye. Money is power. Kanye. Kanye. He not, he's not as crazy as we want to think he is. Kanye. I don't think. We're talking about Kanye. We're talking about Kanye West. Uh, Mr. West. Get my money. Mr. West. Mr. West. Kanye West. Kanye. I do have to say, bro, if you're out there, chill. Like, the girl don't want you anymore. Just chill. Man. Don't don't get him riled up. Let her go, man. Just let her go. Don't get him riled All up. All right. That, that was enough. That was but no, enough. actually, don't. Get him riled up. No, man. Maybe he'll tweet about it. <laughs> that is true. So, yeah. Get mad, Kanye. Get mad. Tell us what you think, bro. Tell us what you think. <laughs> we ain't scared of you. We on Twitter. I'm a little scared of him. <laughs> <laughs> you, you see that that video clip of him like camouflaged as a tree or something? Was now was that real? Man, I don't was know. that really him? You can never tell. Woo. Some of these outfits and stuff he be wearing is like, come on, bro. Bro, we love you, man. There's some shoulders over here for you to lean on if you need them, man. No, I know you're hurting. Yeah, man. We're here for you. We're here for you, man. Just so you know. Mm-hmm. But back to Black Steve. Back to Black Steve. I'm sorry. <laughs> I got sidetracked. Now, again, and this is in the, you got to remember, this is during antebellum period. He was doing all of this. Mm-hmm. So in the 1830s, that's when he was a part of the bank. Um, Columbia Bank. Columbia Bank. And that was in Pennsylvania. I believe it was in Pennsylvania, maybe mm-hmm. Philadelphia. Okay. Uh, It'd be interesting to see if that bank is still around. It would be. Yeah. And if his name is like, Anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> Picture in the back Something. or you know what I mean? plaque on a brick outside. Something. Something. Because I'm always fascinated by whether or not 
these things still exist right. that were part of our history that we were never taught. Like trying to figure out who owned the land that Thomas Downing owned. Right. Finding out that that land was confiscated after the Great Riot of 1863. Confiscated. Confiscated. That's one way to put it. Mm. And now it's where the New York Stock Exchange sits. Mm. Right. All this prominent waterfront land over on the East River. It's now a highway. Wow. A helicopter company owns part of it. A hotel owns another part. Uh, it's like the story of um, what's the what's the city or town up there in Central Park? Oh, yeah. I, I can't remember the town. Oh, yeah. But they built that over the top of the town. Right. Eminent domain. <laughs> they but for, First of all, they, they pushed the, the black folk out of the lower Manhattan area. Right. Uh, especially around the mid-1800s to the, to the early 1900s because they wanted it now to become the financial district, right? They pushed them up into Central Park. They created this area specifically to be away from all of the, um, the rich white folk downtown. And then they decided, well, y'all having too much fun up there. <laughs> so mm. we we need a park and we need an area where we can go and relax. We need some so green you know space. What? We just going we're going to take it. Just took it. Eminent domain. We're going to take it. We're going to kick y'all out. Oh, I got to remember what that town was. Crazy. I, it'll come to me. We'll figure Crazy. it out. Crazy. So yeah, so Black Steve, he was on he was involved with the bank, but he's also involved in real estate. He owned extensive real estate. And that's not all though. Right. What else was he involved in? He was involved in civil rights. Civil rights. He was also an ordained preacher. An ordained preacher. And built several churches. Several churches in African uh, Methodist Episcopal Church. Yeah. yeah. And I think he partnered with, was it the Mormons? Okay. Some group. But they built some type of a religious thing. He built that too. Mm -hmm. So this brother was just out there doing it all. Multiple streams of income. But... He was also an abolitionist. Right. And he, he got into the railroad business. Mm -hmm. He and another partner, I believe it was his nephew, um, and they owned several, they called them, I guess, boxcars. Boxcars, right. Back in the day. But he would use, him and his partner would use the boxcars. They built a compartment that would smuggle runaway slaves to freedom. So in spite of all this, this brother could have easily just sat back, counted his coins, and lived, I guess, as good a life as a brother could live in the 1800s. But that wasn't enough for him. So he wanted to make sure that he didn't forget about his brothers and sisters that were still in slavery. And so, dude's in real estate. He's in the railroad business. He owned homes. He owned 52 brick homes in Philadelphia. Wonder what happened to those. That'd be interesting. Because <laughs> when I think about Philadelphia and, and civil rights, I think about that bombing that occurred was it back in the 60s, 1960s, when yeah. uh, they were, uh, they were a, a small group of um, civil rights or, or some type of anti-racist uh, group called MOVE. Yeah, I remember and that. And they, they basically they bombed, they bombed yeah. this one house and it ended up destroying the entire neighborhood. There's a really good documentary out about that. Yeah. It's sad, but it, it's it's one of those stories that we need to know. Well, if uh, certain folk have their way, right, 
We won't be learning about them. No, we won't. We won't be learning about them. We won't be learning. But we can learn on our own. We can. And we have to. We do. And that's why we're here. Because stories like Black Steve. Black Steve. Stephen Smith. Stephen Smith. They're inspiring because it's like if this brother could become the richest black man during a period where he was, he had to buy his own freedom. He was born a slave. Born a slave. Yeah. And that didn't stop him. Did not stop him. And he was involved, like I said, because of his uh, his social justice, abolitionist stuff. He was a victim of some violence. People burned down some of his mm-hmm. properties and things like that. But that still didn't stop him. No. So, I mean, you can learn more about Stephen Smith. Not Stephen A. Smith. Please. Not him. Not the angry brother on ESPN. No. No, not I'd him. say he's not doing, you know, he's contributing to... What's you know, he contributing to? Black progress, I guess. He, he contr- I don't know. <laughs> but we're not talking about him. We're not talking about him, but you know you brought it up, and, and I tend to blurt stuff out. Right. <clears throat> so look up don't, Stephen Smith. Don't know if you're a fan of Stephen A. Smith or not. Right. We don't want to offend you. But uh, he's contributing to the <laughs> to the perpetuation of the angry oh black man God. stereotype. Mm. <laughs> and all he does is yell mm. and scream. Anyway, that's his, that's his, what do they call it? His shtick. That's his stick. That's his stick. No, it's, so, sh- it's stick. You got to use the shtick. 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 My yeah. southern drawl won't let me. It's a southern drawl. No. We can't <laughs> make that sound. I'm sorry. Stick. <laughs> Giddy up there, little pony. The S followed by the C C-H. and the H. Right. It's like, but, but it's, <laughs> it's different than oyster. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I'm not saying it. What about bodega? Bodega. <laughs> how, how, what's the correct way to say it's, it? No, it's pronounced bodega. Bodega. But initially you were saying, I, I was saying go, bodega. You were saying, I want to go to a bodego. A bodego. <laughs> and get some potatoes. Get some potatoes at the bodego. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, y'all, look up Stephen Smith. He's Stephen born Smith. in 1795. And he died in Philadelphia in... 1873. I read his story, his bio, and I suddenly was filled with a feeling of, I'm not doing enough with my life. You know what I mean? Oh, my goodness. How did these people do it? How did they do it? I don't know. But there, there were quite a few people like him. And again, we're, yeah. we're, gonna, we're not going to just do this Black History Month because there's so much. We can do this forever. There is so much. I sent you a list. You did. After, after learning more and more about Thomas Downing. Uh, and Seneca Village, that, was the, that mm. was the place up in Central mm. Park. Seneca Village, it was a, an area that was pretty much um, confiscated by New York City government under the eminent domain law. Just say they took it. They took it. Basically, it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a law that says... If it's considered for the good of public use, then through eminent domain, it can be uh, taken. They right? still do that now. They still do it now. But see, that's because it changed. They can't just come and, and hang you and take your property now. So they created a law that allows law. them to do it. See, Right? That's nothing but legalized lynching right there. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I said it. I said it. I'm a little angry, man. I know. After, you, but, but rightfully so. After reading all this stuff, and then I was watching a program on... Uh, Apple TV about Lincoln. Oh my God. Oh my God. And some of the things that uh, these folk were saying is 
you, you just really have to, you have to have a sense of peace. First of all, you got to have God. Right. right? You know, it gives you right. peace that surpasses all understanding. And you got to pray while you're watching it. You know, and, uh, you know, shot of Don Julio doesn't hurt. Right. <laughs> hmm? <laughs> to keep you calm. <laughs> oh, my God. You're right, though. You're right. It's amazing. There's been some horrible things, man. It's amazing. That people have done. I said, so I sent you a list, and it was just one after another. Yeah. Of properties that were seized, black-owned properties, neighborhoods that were seized um, by the government, um, by local officials. Uh, there, was a, there was a neighborhood in St. Louis. Yeah. I can't remember, but... At one point, there was talk about, uh, back in the, in the early 70s, there was talk about expanding the St. Louis International Airport. Mm. So through eminent domain, they came in basically and, and got rid of this entire neighborhood um, around one of the, the, the proposed runways. See, and the playbook doesn't change. It doesn't change. And here's the thing. The airport never got expanded. Right, because that wasn't never. the goal. Yeah. The goal was to get rid of this thriving Black community. And that was it. Yeah. You know, I and mean, it there were Tulsa wasn't the only community. No, it wasn't. There were many. It was Lake Martin. Right. Wow. Durham, North Carolina was another one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so we've we've demonstrated over time that we're capable to not only do business, but do it well. Do it well. Yes. <laughs> and be a community as well. Right. We've done it. And here's one that no one will will realize unless they've actually read the story and they have some background. University of Georgia. Mm. Athens, Georgia. I haven't heard that one. Removed or proposing to remove at one point entire neighborhoods. For the expansion of the college? For the expansion of the college. Wow. That many of us can't even get into. That couldn't even get into. Unless you can run a (laughs) 4-2. Or have a... 40-inch vertical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember those days. I used to run a... Did uh, you? I ran a four-hour oh four and two minutes. <laughs> we need videotape. I don't think I ever came close to a 4-2. They, they, t- they didn't time us. Nah, man. Closest I came to a 4-2 was my waist size, 42. See, see. <laughs> I ain't going to even tell you. I'm close to that right now. Yeah. Yeah, I've actually... I'm slimming down. You are, man. I'm trying to. good, bro. I'm trying to. We're going to get them suits, man. I'm trying. We're going to get one of those reveal suits. Once we, you know. I'm trying to be one of those those older, slim guys just sitting in the cut in the club. Yeah. (laughs) Got the distinguished beard. Yeah. You know. Pipe, my ascot. See? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But I need to lose at least another 100 pounds. Mm. Mm. That's a lot, man. That is a lot. 100 pounds? I'd like to lose at least another 100. I lost 50 when I was in the hospital. You know what we should do? What? You and I mm-hmm. should get on some kind of a program and document our progress. That would be good. Yeah. So we can hold each other accountable. We should do that. We should have an Avopod challenge. Yes. Right? A health challenge. In every episode, we have to weigh ourselves. Okay. <laughs> We're not going to do that on camera. We're not going to do that. Like, yes, we should. We'll be on the honor system. Yes, that'll keep us accountable. <laughs> right. That's a good idea, though. Yeah, yeah, we need yeah. to talk about that and flesh that out. Yeah, we'll talk about it in a, in a, in a meeting. 
few things that I let's have a meeting about that. Don't really want to give up. <laughs> so like, we got to figure it out. Like that pizza we had for oh lunch my today. God, that pizza. Was that, was, good. that was some good pizza. And that tea we be drinking. That, that good tea. tea. Yeah, that eucalyptus. Tea. Oh my God. And if I want to get out, it really does uh, <laughs> soothe my throat. Oh Lord. Yeah. Stop high siding. <laughs>